We're holding in the Rambam. We're getting into the Chazdeis. And I just want to repeat the main insight again because I thought of maybe a, a way to make it clearer. We said that the Rambam's Chiddush isn't just that there are different middles. And there's a middle of anger, there's a middle of uh, gaiva, there's a middle of taiva, there's a middle of cruelty, there's a middle of uh, stinginess, and on the positive side, there's a middle of rachamim, there's a middle of generosity, and a middle of a person who doesn't get angry. It's not just the inner of the middle. What the Rambam said is they're people. And people have different mitzvahs, and because of that, there's a person who has a mitzvah in a certain amount, and the person who doesn't have that mitzvah. And what's enough committed to us? Enough committed to us is that not necessarily do we think, you know, if I were in that kind of shoes, I would act the same way. If I was in this position, I would do the same thing. That's not true. You wouldn't, because the, the stimulation of whatever mitzvahs gets uh, awakened by in that person, maybe that trigger will happen to me too. But if I don't have that mitzvah, it won't trigger. And therefore, it could be that two people are in exactly the same situation, and one feels a certain reaction, the other one doesn't. One, by one of them, wakes up a certain minute, by the other one, it doesn't. And the reason for that is because Hashem created people with different minutes. And the, the, what comes out of this, the corollary, if you want to call it to this principle, therefore, is that it's, if I don't have another person's mitzvah, so not only am I not going to react the same way in the situation that they reacted, but if I don't have the other person's mitzvah, it's hard for me to understand it. It's hard for me to understand it because I can't relate to it. Like, why would a person do that? I don't feel that way. And therefore, I wouldn't do that. So, maybe they see, like, why would a person act that way? It doesn't make sense. And uh, the ability to understand someone else is to understand that they're acting based on, for them, a mitzvah, which is very, very, which obviously has an effect on them. Which again, if you don't have a video, you won't understand. And we said it's different to physical things. When it comes to something physical, so people's bodies work the same way. And therefore, if, 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 just like one person, if he gets cut, he's going to bleed, it's going to hurt. Anybody, if they get cut, it's going to bleed, they're going to hurt. One person, if a bacteria in his body is going to get sick, by other people as well. The same bacteria will cause exactly the same effect. Because it works the same way. When it comes to middles, people are different. People have different middles. And therefore, for what one person is a middle which, by him, is a very strong, a very strong middle, good or bad, and the circumstances which will trigger that, by a person who doesn't have that middle, it's a very weak middle, but the same circumstances won't do it for them. And the result's going to be, normally, that therefore, well, the one person can't understand the other person. Like, why, why did you react that way? And the reason, really, the reason is, is because by him, this triggered a middle which the other person doesn't have. It's not going to justify that middle, it's just going to explain the point of uh, that when you see someone act a certain way, it's not just the circumstances. It's the fact that the person had the basic middle which the circumstances trigger. And if I don't have that, that, that basic middle, then for me, the same thing exactly won't trigger that same reaction. Uh, to give an example, even, even, even every person is different. There's some middles which generally I should put into men, and some middles which generally I should put into women. So one of the examples which is Pretty, there are exceptions, but I would say it's uh, pretty much universal. And the Ram is talking about middle of Rachleib, a person who's scared, as opposed to middle of Amitzleib, a person who's courageous. Normally, uh, in balance, women are more likely to be scared, men are more likely to be courageous. Again, there are exceptions, but that is a rule. And now imagine you have a couple sitting together on the couch, and suddenly they notice that the spider is making its way under the door. So, how are they going to react? So, 
the lady is going to scream and run to the bedroom and lock the door. And the man is going to venture forth to do battle with the spider. And this is like, what's wrong with you? This is the spider. What's the reason? He doesn't understand how she's reacting because by him it doesn't trigger fear. By her it does. And therefore, if you have, it's the same experience. They both saw a spider. But by a person who's afraid of spiders, so then it's going to trigger a middle. fear. By someone who's not afraid of spiders, then on the other end. It triggers a middle to go out and fight the spider, to kill it. It's not a big deal. And it, it, the, the fact that, what's wrong with you? How, why are you reacting that way? It's not really a question. You don't understand the middle that the other person has. You don't understand the reaction. So I was giving this example, so I advised by I said that, if you want to understand how somebody else feels who does have the middle, think of the factor which for you would be the trigger to feel the same way. So it's not a spider crawling under the door. Imagine it's an Arab crawling under the door with a gun. So you don't have to run to the room and lock the door. Why? It's just a question of what's going to take to, to arouse the same middle. But the man says that by somebody else that this middle is a stronger middle, it's going to cause that reaction. To give an example of this, I think it's a very nice example to explain this idea. Uh, look at someone and say, like, I understand why you're acting the way you are. It's just not logical. So from my point of view, it's not logical because I don't have the middle which that person has. For that person, it's very logical. Not logical, but it's very predictable because if the, the, that's the middle which is going to be triggered, that's how they're going to react. So a good example of this is a person has an allergy. The people are extremely allergic to fish or to nuts or to milk or whatever it's going to be. And some people aren't. So the two of us are sitting at a table and suddenly I find a pack of peanuts. And I'm fine, he's suddenly collapsed on the floor. I can say, like, what's wrong with you? It's just peanuts. And the answer is, say, you aren't allergic to peanuts. It doesn't have any effect on you. He is, and then you nearly die. And this is a middle of the same idea. And that is, it's something that, uh, that the person has that middle, so the trigger is going to set up the middle. A person who doesn't have that middle, so then for him it's not going to have an effect. And therefore, the important point of understanding different people is, Understanding that the people have mirrors that are contradicting. I'm not justifying it. I'm not justifying it. I'm understanding where it's coming from. The mirrors I don't have and are contradicting because I don't have a particular mirror. But if there's somebody that does have that mirror, so then that's the way they're going to react. And being as all people are different, and therefore no, no two people have exactly the same mirrors, we may know what for one person is a challenge, for another person is easy. What for one person is, uh, is what, the way he's going to react in a certain circumstance, for another person will be completely different. And I said, it depends on the, the nature that Hashem gave a person. The Ramah said there are different ways that a person can have mirrors. The one is the feet tabagufoy, which means the priyasa, which means the way that originally Hashem creates each person with the balance of mirrors that Hashem put into that person. We've spoken about this many times in Adavadim, and that is that balance depends on the the the, the, mizuk, the mixture, or we call the four you say this. Of offer in each individual exactly what the Teva Gufa is going to be and which middles are going to be more dominant in that person. Then we said uh, that those middles which are dominant in a person, which have never yet found the trigger, but the master, they were there also from the beginning. And when, whatever, when the circumstance arises which is going to instigate them or inspire them, if it's a good or bad middle, so then that will happen too. And then the Chiddush was, we said, that there's some middles that a person can learn from other people. A person in front of people, and this is a Kiddush. And that is, a person can train himself into a middle. A person can train himself into a middle, uh, either based on what he understands he wants to do, or based on what other people do. And now that he's trained himself to have the middle, the middle will work. And that's a Kiddush, which we spoke about last night. And that is that a person who might naturally not have a certain middle. 
Barak is developed. And from development to Nafis, we become a Nafis part of me. So now it's going to be an, it's going to be something which I do automatically. It's going to be a trigger. This works both ways. It works for good medicine, it works for bad medicine. A person can train himself with good medicine, and then I will work to the stage that even a medicine which I didn't naturally have becomes a part of me so much that it's an instinctive reaction in me. On the one side, and on the other side, I have bad medicine. Even a bad medicine a person might not have had, but he can get so accustomed to doing something wrong, it also becomes a natural a natural reaction of a person. And that's the, 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 the second point. Medis aren't only what our Kaddish Baruch will, uh, put inside a person, so to speak, from, from when he was born. There's a certain amount of medis which a person really inculcates into himself. And it has to be like that, because if it wasn't like that, it would be impossible for a person to change a medis. If what was, by, was naturally the way Hashem created him is what's going to stay and remain, and there's no way to change anything, so then, then it's impossible for a person to change. Then he's fated to be stuck with the medis he has. The, the fact that a person's ability to change medis means that it's, even though it's something which is, it, which is a part of a person, it's something which a person can work on changing too. But it changes in both directions. Which means a person can remove a medis, a person can add a medis. A person can, can develop a good medis, a person can develop a bad medis. Revolve the Khani Bracha. He always says like this when he started talking in the Musavadim, and he said a Musavad is something which is very effective because it helps build the mid in a person. He said, but you should never do it by yourself because you could you could be working on building a bad mid in you. And therefore, you always have to have the, the, the direction of uh, someone who has a Musavad in it because that way they can, they can make sure that what you're working to build is something good and not working to build something bad because a person can do that too. They can, Systematically work on developing bad medicine. Okay, so that's the, the second point I'm saying. That medicine are different for different people, but it's not only a question of how she created them, it's also the medicine that a person develops. Now, the next point we came to, and that is, you said there's the two extremes, and then there's, which are, both, both of them aren't good. It's not a direct over either extreme. And, the two extremes are not good. And if a person shouldn't follow the extreme or train himself in the extreme, like we just said, the Ramah the person can train himself in middles too. And if that's the case, the person shouldn't train himself to extremes in the middles. It's not a good place to be. And therefore, what should he do? He should if a person finds naturally he's pulled in a certain direction more, or he's, he himself has taught himself to act in a certain direction, in other words, in, into an extreme, then I should work to get back to what we call the derech ishara, which is really the, let's call it the midpoint. See, if, if, if I find in one area, at one point, I'm pulled too strongly in one direction, so then that's not good. I must try and align myself that that I come back to what's called the Derech Hishar. Now, what, what, what's that deal with the Derech Hishar? That's what we started to talk about yesterday. So let's go a few more words of explanation. But the Ram talks about the Derech Hishar. The Ram says much more than that. We're going to see the next halacha. The Ram calls the Derech Hishar the Derech Hashem. What does it mean? So, just like if, let's say, uh, you have a scale. So, what, when the scale is straight, it's yashar, is on both sides of the balance. When one side is heavy on the other side, 
However much it's going to be, it's not going to be balanced. It's now uh, imbalanced. When a person has a mid of putting him in one direction, more than another direction, there's a certain imbalance. There's a certain, it's like when you're driving a car and uh, there's a problem with the steering. And then, so it's always pulling to the right or pulling to the left. Uh, once you're trying to drive, you're going to start to keep veering to the side and you keep putting it backwards again. Uh, that's the same thing. When a person, a certain mid is pulling a person in one direction, more than it's being pulled in by the opposite in the other direction, there's a certain imbalance in the person. And now you have a problem. Either he's going to land up going the wrong direction, being pulled off towards that side, or he's going to have to always try to compensate for it and fight to get back to fight against it. Either way around, it's not Yasha. Yasha is a person who's going straight. There's no pull in either direction. And therefore, the Ram says that uh, as much as there are different mirrors, and the nature of each mirror, like we said, is extremism in its area, not that every person has it to that level, but the nature of the mirror is to pull a person in that direction. So then, that as, when one mirror is stronger than the other mirror, so the person gets veers towards the, the mirror which is pulling him more strongly. The derech hayasha is when he's going straight, which means I'm not being pulled more in one direction than the other direction. I can be pulled, but equally in both ways. And in mirror, there's a balance. There's a balance within the person, which is called we call the mishkal of the mirrors. There's a balance in the mirrors, and that way I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not, so to speak, influenced in with the way one mirror would want to influence me. Now, this applies between any partnership of mirrors. There's like, I'm seeing the Ramzi's examples before. There's a person who's extremely generous. Not a good mirror, I'll waste all my money. A person extremely stingy. Not a good mirror, I won't spend money on anything. Um, so I have to find the balance. The balance has to be the midpoint. If a person is is more one way than the other way, there's already a certain, uh, so to speak, the tear, a certain like slant to that side. Same thing we're talking about other mirrors. Now, and the, the, that's the side of what the Ramah calls the Derech Yishara. And the emphasis, if a person finds himself being noted echad mehem, so then he has to work to yachsat melemot of echad echad have to go back to the middle part. Now, this means, this bad thing is, this raises a big question. Should we want to? Because, more exactly. Exactly. Is that why Gedolim have a stronger answer? Because it, it needs to balance. So we have to talk about it, but uh, exactly what Josh asked is exactly the question that we have to ask. And that is, why would we want to go in the middle? Is this good mid or bad mid? Why don't we be in the middle of that? We want to be good middles. So if there's a question of, let's say, just to take two middles, there's a middle of cruelty, a middle of mercy, so why don't we be exactly in the middle? Not too kind, not too cruel, not nasty balance. One. One's a bad middle, one's a good middle, and I should, be, I should want to be much more in string, like, pulled like heavily towards the side of the good middle. If you're talking about the balance between um, the person who's scared and the person who's confident, so if I look at being scared as a bad middle, so I want to be much more courageous. Why well, do I want to be in the middle? Why well, do I want to be in the middle? And so this you have to explain the side which the Ram is going to explain. That is the principle of what he calls Derech Yishara. Allah Chadarah, he starts, and he says, Derech Yishara, he made a bandanis. Shebuchol Derech Yishara, Mikol Derech Yishara. The Medi Yishara is the middle middle. But between all the Derechs, between all the different middles that a person can have, which are in any direction, the middle bandanis is the is what he calls the Derech Yishara. And I explain, what does he mean, bandanis? Which means the point which is equidistant from each extreme. And it's not more close to one than the other one. I'm exactly placed between anger and calmness, exactly in the middle. Between mercy and cruelty, exactly in the middle. Between generosity and stinginess, exactly in the middle. 
אז הוא יקרוס לדרך הישר. לפי כך ציווי חכם הראשיינים, שאודם שם די אוסף תמיד, הפרסון שאוי מז'ר הזמתס, ומשער אסמן ווידם, ומחבר אסמן ולענם, ודרך האמצעס. And it's middle way, Kadesh Yashayim. Saddam makes it very clear, he's, he repeats the point again, and he says that a, a person shouldn't try and be more strongly one way than the other way. A person should strive to maintain an exact neutrality, an exact balance between the middles, and this is something which is like, it needs an explanation. Why? Why? Why, do I want to, why don't I want to be uh, more, more heavily influenced by a good middle than a bad middle? Um, why do I want to be exactly in the middle? What does he mean to go in the middle and not to go the lechus for him? Like the lamb, the lamb, the lamb, the lamb. Is that before? The lechus is the middle series. He has the lamb, the lamb, the lamb, the lamb. Is that before? The lechus is the middle series. So I'm just following when I'm being pulled. The lambda atom is I'm training myself to do that. I'm training myself a certain minute. Whatever I already have. Now, the last point. What this point is said is that a person has to be shunned there. So a person has to measure what he does. is really a Gemara. The Gemara says, um, the Pasuk, Hashem derech ha'erev yeshe lekim. Yeah, we call Hashem de'oisav ba'olem azeh. The person is to weigh up um, what he's doing in this world. And the Rami explains it to mean to weigh it up means that um, it's a one uh, In the first it says the Kasham, uh, a person's Sham is Derek is in this world, so then he's able to Yeshin the king, or the Sayyid Bahasham. And what has, what has to be weighed, so that's the Khadish Rabban, what has to be weighed is the balance. And if a person always makes sure it's balanced, that he hasn't been pulled more in one direction than the other one. Okay, so that's the side of what he calls the Derech Hasharah. Like I said, in another place, he calls the Derech Hasharah the Derech Hashem. And now you're going to see what's the value of that middle point. So next time, why, why do I want to be there? Why would it be better for me to be an extremely, uh, in, on one extreme in the area of good medicine?